Let's go. We're definitely not supposed to be in here. Hey, check this out. I'm the Pope. Cooper, take off the Pope hat. Oh, no, it's okay. I'm Catholic. Cooper, take it off, goddammit. No, you took the Lord's name in vain. Only I can forgive you now, my son. Take that fudging thing off. Cooper, Cooper, it's a Hail Mary and get set the 40, the 30, the 20, the 10. Touchdown, Pope! Pope makes a two-point conversion. Oh, my Lord. It's the Pope 8 and the heathens nothing. (laughs) How's you, sucker? Cooper, the hat. The hat. The hat is on fire. Uh, we don't need no water. Let the mother... I'm not kidding. Look. Oh, holy shit. Hey everybody, how's it going? This is MMR, show 30. Uh, you may notice that I still have a bit of a cold, so, uh, you know, I'm gonna be drinking a lot, so let's get this started off right, alright? <sighs> alright, I got my little bit of ginger ale here, and we got lots of movie music and movie reviews uh, coming up. So, yeah, cheers everybody to the new year. <clears throat> and so, uh, yeah, right now we got a song for you from the Eurotrip soundtrack. Uh, let's see, this is Nonchalant by Chapa Melon from the Eurotrip soundtrack on MMR, Movie Music and Reviews. Uh, check up after this, we'll get a bit of a, we'll talk about just some stuff, and then we'll get on to uh, my review of The Island DVD. See you guys later.
oh, here's a fun fact. You made out with your sister, man! <laughs> Alright, everybody. <clears throat> oh, sorry about that. My uh, voice is really, really off right now. Uh, but, uh, you know, I just knew I had to get a show out, so, uh, yeah. Uh, alright, so let's, uh, talk about them, uh, some stuff that's been going on. Uh, there's a couple, uh, new things you gotta check out on the site. There's lots of updates, uh, actually a new audio comment line because the old one, uh, was actually been gone for a long time, and I really apologize to anybody who tried to leave an audio comment, uh, because, uh, it was just not working so uh, I got a new one and uh, check it out uh, the number should be on the site I'll check it up later right now I don't have my browser open I have my internet and turned off so uh, we'll have to do that a bit later in the show uh, also uh, if you uh, are um, an Apple fan or a Mac user or whatnot uh, you may have noticed that there is a new uh, version of GarageBand uh, which I'm probably going to try and get because it looks awesome. It's got a new thing called Podcast Studio with tons of jingles, and you can make enhanced podcasts right in that, which would be great for me. And uh, pretty much once I get that, every single show is going to be in an enhanced podcast. Uh, if you'd like otherwise, you can email me at mrshow at gmail.com and leave your, uh, your thoughts on uh, what should I do. Should I have one enhanced, one not, or uh, no enhanced, and one uh, just enhanced? And, uh, uh, yeah, so, uh, we'll get on about that, and, uh, anyways, uh, yeah, so we get a review of The Island coming up right now, and, uh, I actually got the poster for this movie, it's pretty nice, uh, it was at, uh, a movie rental place, uh, someplace, uh, by me, uh, I think it was VHQ, and, uh, they were giving out free movie posters, uh, over the holiday type, uh, it was just after Christmas, I think. And they had to get rid of them, and uh, my friend actually picked it up and uh, gave it to me, so that was pretty cool. And uh, speaking about rentals, actually today I'm supposed to be getting uh, my copy of uh, The Wedding Crashers uh, in the mail from Zip.ca. You can check those guys out at www.zip.ca. Uh, yeah, so that should be pretty good, and uh, here's our view of The Island. MMR presents a DVD review of The Island. Alright everybody, the uh, story of The Island. Uh, I reviewed it a while back and it's a really good movie. Uh, it's all about uh, basically uh, a bunch of people, like, I don't know, probably like a thousand or so, uh, living in this environment, uh, this pre-made environment, because supposedly there was some kind of disease and people were infected and these people have been salvaged, but uh, it turns out that they are actually... Um, I don't think I can ruin this, but, uh, uh, I'll just, I, anyway, so basically, uh, they're living in this contained society, and something is just off, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, see it, and you'll find out, I don't want to spoil it, and, uh, this movie actually had a lot going for it, it had a really nice, uh, soundtrack, uh, instrumental soundtrack that worked good with the movie, and, uh, lots of action scenes with, uh, uh, Michael Bay, uh, who is great at action scenes, and, uh, also it had, uh, uh Scarlett Johansson go for it, and, uh, I mean, that's good enough just there, <laughs> but, uh, seriously, the one disappointing thing definitely, uh, is special features, obviously, they should come out with a special, uh, edition or something, because there was, like, 
oh, the feature in action, which is all about action scenes, which was fairly long, I admit, but there should be uh, more than that, and uh, commentary with just Michael Bay. Uh, I found from experience that uh, commentaries are usually a lot better when they have people interacting in them than just one person. I haven't actually listened to... Uh, the commentary, so this could not be the case, but uh, if you're going to buy this DVD, make sure you get uh, you know what you're getting into. Uh, I might actually recommend this as a rent instead. Uh, and uh, the movie's great and everything, but uh, just the special features were very disappointing. And so, uh, movie-wise, I'm going to give this a 40 out of 50. I thought it was just real great. Lots of great cinematography, lots of great emotional scenes, great actors and actresses. And overall, it was just a really phenomenal uh, plotline and idea and really made you think. And, uh, yeah, so for my DVD, I'm actually going to give this a uh, 2.5, which uh, a 2.5 out of 50. And that averaged off to about, you know, 3.5 or, yeah. Anyways, uh, so that's what I thought about that. So just make sure if you're going to buy this movie, you really, really love this movie because there's not a lot extra added on to it. And uh, overall, it just was a, a bit of a, a, a letdown uh, without uh, many special features. I mean, you got tons of things you could do uh, special features on just besides one fairly decent one on action sequences. But there's so many that you could do ones on individual action sequences. And I think they did try to put that into this one, but they should have separated, I think, and it would have looked, you know, better. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so, uh, that's all I guess I have to say about that. Uh, we're, I'm trying to get a quick show out, actually, because I have to catch up. I have a whole other show set up after this, so, uh, yeah. Uh, okay, uh, uh, now my review of King Kong. <sighs> Alright, let's see. Uh, King Kong is a remake of the 1935-ish film, I can't remember exactly, uh, and this one stars uh, Naomi Watts and Jack Black and Colin Hanks. You remember Colin Hanks was in uh, Orange County with Jack Black. And also that guy from the jacket, which I just forgot his name. So sorry about that. Uh, anyways, people are just raving like crazy about King Kong. It's just an awesome, amazing movie. Rather long, but uh, overall worth it. Uh, and maybe, uh, if you're uncomfortable sitting in a cinema seat for three hours and 15-ish minutes, then you should, uh, wait for the DVD. Uh, there'll probably be actually a, an extended DVD. And, uh, but anyways, you can watch that in your home theater in, uh, total comfort. Uh, yeah, so I've actually only talked to one person who didn't like it. And it was this, uh, buddy of mine at, uh, my school. And he was just like... Oh, it's so horrible. Sure, they had, like, good acting sequences, but they could have cut it down, like, an hour. He's just, like, they kept fading back from Naomi Watts to Monkey and back and back. And I don't know. And I, I, I actually thought they did a, an amazing job of that, uh, portraying emotion in a thing that doesn't actually exist. That's pretty, you know, hard to do, I imagine. So, uh and they did it. Uh, apparently they uh, studied uh, silverback gorillas a lot. And uh, overall they just got lots of emotion in the face. They used Andy Serkis, who is also a chef in the movie, who is very funny. And uh, it just turned out really great. 
And, uh, excuse me, uh, I just have to get something to drink, so I'll uh, be right back in just a second. Uh, I'm back. Uh, I don't know if you guys uh, noticed, but my uh, voice was actually about to go, so I grabbed another pop, so uh, here we go. Ah. Because, uh, you know, it's just the way it goes is my voice is really bad, guys, so you, you gotta kind of roll with me all right on this one, and uh, just give me a second. Uh, yeah, so, uh, King Kong overall, I thought was, a really amazing, slightly long movie, uh, which is new to Peter Jackson, uh, with Lord of the Rings and stuff, uh, but I just loved it, it was awe-inspiring, and it was just all around, Jack Black was amazing in his character, he wasn't goofy like usual, he was, well, he was, he was slightly funny, but he was solid, and, uh, Naomi Watts was real great, and the guy who plays Jack from The Jacket, uh, <laughs> coincidence anyways um that i can't remember his name he was very good as well and i would just recommend going out and see this i'm pretty sure it's still in theaters and it's uh i don't know if it's number one at the box office let's actually see what the box office uh like right now uh just give me a second i'm launching uh something all right so uh apparently uh launching dashboard in the macintosh freezes up garage band uh so let me try it again okay uh let's see uh, number one is Hostel, number two, Chronicles of Narnia, uh, number three is King Kong, number four is Fun with Dick and Jane, which we'll have a review coming up next episode, uh, number five is Cheaper by the Dozen 2, hmm, that's interesting, uh, number six, six is Munich, uh, number seven is Memoirs of a Geisha, uh, let's see what else, oh, crap, did it freeze, no, uh, number eight is Brokeback Mountain, uh, number nine is Rumor Has It, which we'll have a review actually in this episode, and a funny story to go along with it. And, uh, number ten is The Family Stone, and, uh, The Ringer, Casanova, Grandma's Boy. Oh, Grandma's Boy is also part of that story, yes, yeah, so, uh, so is, uh, the producers, so, uh, we'll get to that later. Uh, anyways, overall, King Kong is doing very good. Uh, it's unfortunate that uh, Chronicles of Narnia is ahead of it. I heard Chronicles of Narnia was kind of like a laid-back version of Lord of the Rings, not as gritty. Uh, so I don't realize, uh, I don't think uh, they should uh, be beating King Kong, but uh, that's just the way it goes, I guess. More of an audience um, with younger children, but I guess, uh, I guess only time will tell who really officially wins. Uh, anyways, I give King Kong a 44 out of 50. So it's a uh, real great and go out and see it uh, if your uh, butt is ready for it, I guess. Uh, sorry about that. I blew into the microphone. Uh, let's see. Uh, we got a song for you right now. This song is from uh, the American Beauty soundtrack. And uh, speaking about soundtracks, actually, uh, we're going to be having a... Uh, on the website, uh, you can vote for your favorite soundtrack that has been played on MMR. Uh, and, uh, that's at mmrshow.blogspot.com, and, uh, I'm gonna be having, actually, a kind of, like, a soundtrack Oscars, if you will, the MMR, uh, first annual soundtrack awards with different categories, uh, the one you can vote on is, uh, best soundtrack, like, period, and, uh, yeah, so that should be pretty good, also, uh, on the site, mmrshow.blogspot.com, uh, you can, uh, pick up, uh, wallpaper, uh, in two different sizes that uh, I made for you guys, which is made up of all the soundtrack artwork of all the soundtracks uh, that have been on MMR since it started. So that'd be great if you guys can get that. Uh, and uh, it looks pretty good. It uh, 
took me a while, I just used Photoshop and stuff, so hopefully it looks pretty good. Uh, anyway, so back to the song. We got a song, this is Free to Go by Folk Implosion, uh, from the American Beauty soundtrack on MMR Show 30. Alright, catch you guys after this song. I'm back, and uh, we got uh, our review on the movie Rumor Has It, which uh, I've actually seen twice, and I guess I'll uh, 
might as well tell you guys about that funny story. Uh, so just give me a second. Uh, gotta lubricate up my voice. Uh, anyways, so, uh, twice, uh, in about, it was about one weekend and then the next weekend, uh, twice we actually went, uh, well, we went to a movie, which we planned on going to, and then went to a movie that we didn't plan on going to. One time we bought the ticket for the movie, and the other time we didn't, or, uh, well, anyways, uh, the first week, we uh, planned on going to the producers, and uh, we bought tickets for the producers, and we were in there, and uh, we got in about five minutes, and uh, my friend sitting next to me, and he says, man, this movie sucks, it's so lame, and uh, so he was, he was pretty right, uh, I'm sure we didn't quite get to the good stuff, but it was pretty cheesy and pretty lame. And I actually heard that the original producers wasn't very good either, but it's kind of a classic, and so they decided to make this remake, and uh, obviously we didn't get to Will Ferrell or Uma Thurman, so, uh, let's see, uh, we didn't obviously see all of it, but, uh, yes, that's right, I walked out of a movie. Uh, what happened is my friend was like, well, we're not just gonna walk out of this movie, we gotta get you know we paid money to see a good movie so he uh, goes outside and scopes around and sees what uh, movies are playing that are near us that are uh, gonna start playing pretty soon and uh, rumor has it showed up and uh, sure it's a little bit chick flicky but uh, you know the graduate is very good and this is based somewhat on that story so uh, we decided to go see that so uh, let's just hold on I gotta get another drink ah. Anyways, uh, so then, uh, we watched that, and it was very funny, and, uh, very good overall, and then, uh, that was, uh, you know, a pretty good weekend, and the second weekend did not work out so good, uh, we had planned on seeing the movie Grandma's Boy, uh, which is rated R, or 18A here in Canada, probably R for you guys down in the States, and, uh, anyways, Basically, we bought tickets for Rumor Has It because I was playing on it at the same time, and we uh, decided we were just going to walk into uh, Grandma's Boy, and we've actually done that once before uh, when we went to see Saw 2, and uh, I know it's, you know, it's not right and everything, but uh, we really wanted to see this movie, and we're mature enough and stuff, uh, so uh, we just went and, did, uh, went and did that, and um, it worked. Uh, when we went to Saw 2, but, uh, that's because we went to it on premiere day or whatever, and there was probably about a good 150, 200 people in the theater, so it was not like, uh, and it was also one of those stadium theaters with the seats going up, and we're sitting pretty far back, so people aren't exactly gonna see us that are looking for people that are younger. Uh, this was not the case with, uh, Grandma's Boy. It was a very flat theater, and, oh, we get in there. 20 people in the cinema oh, and then of course uh, we're uh, not sitting exactly close to other people who are supposed to be in there and uh, the lady comes up to us it's still in previews and this lady says oh can I see your ticket or whatever and my uh, friend she, she was talking to my friend and uh, 
I got a credit on my friend. He pulled out this crazy story. Anyway, so we're watching the preview. So we haven't actually seen the movie yet. Uh, so what she says is, like, he's got the wrong ticket. And he's just like, well, the girl who uh, tore our tickler wherever, ticket or whatever uh, just pointed backwards at uh, Grandma's Boy. And we just walked in there. And, you know, we thought this was uh, rumor has it. And uh, turns out, uh, I don't know if she believed us or she just wanted, didn't want to kick us out totally or something. But uh, she escorted us to Rumor Has It, <laughs> which uh, I guess is an okay scenario, except for the fact that uh, don't see Rumor Has It twice, because uh, especially not like a week after the first time, because, well, all the jokes that were slightly funny before uh, have now become super lame and are really cheesy and you know exactly when they're going to happen. And uh, overall, it was just a horrible viewing experience. Uh, so with that in mind, um, my review might be a little uh, scorned at uh, this movie. Uh, so yeah. Anyways, uh, let's get on to our review then. Alright, uh, so first thing to note is that if you're a guy planning on going to this movie, don't go with another guy. Because... Uh, you know, just don't. You might be embarrassed unless you want to make people think that way. In which case, you won't be embarrassed. Uh, I guess that's your choice. But uh, anyways, I would suggest going with the girl because you will not be as embarrassed. Because this is obviously a chick flick movie. With very funny comedic points that guys will enjoy as well. Um, almost more than girls or just the same. Uh, uh, I don't know, I'm not a girl, so I wouldn't know how much they liked it. Uh, but anyways, uh, girls behind us were laughing and stuff, so obviously they liked it. Uh, and uh, overall, so that's just a, a tip you might want to keep in mind. Uh, and uh, this review will mostly, I'll try to forget the second time around, but just, you know, don't see this movie twice in theaters. Or uh, if you do see it twice, get it on DVD and watch it the second time, like a year after, so you won't remember all the jokes, and they'll still be funny. Um, and so, uh, this movie is basically the story about uh, uh, Jennifer Aniston's character, who uh, actually finds out that uh, her family is uh, pretty much the family that happened in The Graduate, both the book and the movie, because uh, she lives in Pasadena, and it's always like a gossip legend that... Uh, the man who wrote the book, uh, I think Charles Weber, uh, wrote the original book. He actually based it on somebody he went to class with. And then she finds out that it was actually her family. Her mother, in fact, and her grandmother. And she tracks down uh, Bo Burroughs and asks him because she thinks he's his father. And, uh, yeah, so uh, funny, very funny stuff ensues. And overall, it's just really hilarious. And uh, slightly jick chick flick show uh chick flick that sounded weird when i said it uh anyways so this is actually a great day movie because you'll enjoy it and your day will enjoy it and so go ahead and do that uh uh yeah so uh, that's just a good idea and overall yeah i thought this movie had very good points uh in comedy and in life in general and uh stuff like that so uh yeah uh, Mark Ruffalo stars in this, also Kevin Costner, and, uh, I can't remember her name, she was in Bewitched, 
but uh, anyways, it was very funny and uh, just a real great all-around movie. Uh, not exasperatedly hilarious like Wedding Crashers or The 40-Year-Old Virgin. And not super cheesy like, I don't know, Chocolate Hot or something. Uh so I give this movie a three and a half out of 50. Uh, yeah, so that's about all I have to say about that. Uh, let's get on to uh, the rest of our show. Okay, we got a review on the uh, Cinderella Man DVD. Uh, so let's get it uh, started, okay. Alright, uh, at first glance, uh, this movie is actually uh, almost as disappointing as the Island DVD was with special features. Aha! But flip it over, and you got another disc. That's right. You got a double-sided DVD for the price of one, uh, which is very good if you use something like Zip.ca, where I do, and they ship you one DVD at a time. So to get special uh, edition ones with more than one disc, uh, can take up space where you might be getting another movie instead. So this one was perfect for me, actually, and uh, had quite a few uh, special features. So uh, we'll start talking about uh, those individual special features. So uh, here we go. Alright, so uh, right off the bat, I'm just going to say that this DVD is just phenomenal. I mean, it's just... Oh, it is just, I, I can't remember uh, last time I watched a DVD with so much insight and so much uh, uh, compelling information as uh, to the movie, which was a great movie, which helps just that much more. <clears throat> and, uh, uh, let's see, the first one is, uh, well, first they have uh, some deleted scenes with uh, commentary from... Uh, uh, director Ron Howard, which you know isn't that special, but uh, then we move on and we have uh, the fight card, which is uh, the casting of uh, the whole movie and uh, was really uh, just really insightful to the whole process that went down to selecting individual characters and uh, why they picked them. And uh, it was really just a great thing. I know that's been done before and stuff, but it was just really. Uh, quite uh extensive and uh very long uh well not like boring long but uh good long like it had lots and lots of content and uh let's see next we have um the man the movie the legend a filmmaking journey which is essentially uh just uh, tons of different stuff like uh cinematography and filmmaking in general and uh just uh lots of different stuff uh very uh once again very uh, lots and lots of content in that one, and uh, definitely a very good uh, element. Uh, let's see. Then there is, for the record, a history in boxing, which, oh, this one was just probably the best out of them all. Uh, this one uh, has um, the trainer uh, and boxing consultant of the movie Cinderella Man, who is, uh, let's see, his name is... I'm not sure exactly. I can't remember. Oh, crap. I can't believe I forgot that. But uh, this uh, one is uh, very good and uh, just overall very insightful to uh, basically he was the thing behind this movie that made it so realistic and such a great boxing movie. And I believe right now at this current time that um, it is, in fact, my favorite boxing movie even ahead of Rocky 1 and 2 and... I'm not much of a Raging Bull fan. I know most people say that that's the best boxing movie of all time, but 
Uh, personally, I think it was uh, Rocky is just a really great story, and this one's actually now my favorite. So, uh, yeah, what more can you get than that? Uh, let's see. Let's go to the next section. Oops. Uh, and basically, then they have uh, uh, something wrong going on with my DVD player. Just give me a second. I gotta grab a drink, anyways. So. Uh, Okay, uh, so, yeah, so once again, I apologize for all the drinking and stuff, but, uh, yeah, that's just the only way I can talk. Uh, so let's see. Uh, and then the next one is uh, called Ringside Seats, and this features, uh, I believe the writer, producer, director, and two boxing experts. I'm not sure exactly who those boxing ex experts are, uh, but then they watch... Uh, footage of the actual Max Bear, uh, Jim uh, Braddock fight, uh, and they have commentary going on while watching that, and this was just, oh, phenomenal, I can't believe I got this footage, well, I guess I can, since they're in their movie, you're gonna get this, but, uh, it's some real great footage, it's, it's in black and white, obviously, but, uh, overall, it was just, uh, really great, and nice to see the actual fight, and how they portrayed it, and it was really close, actually, and they must have watched this footage lots because it was really showed in the movie that uh, it's quite similar. And uh, I guess that's what made uh, another part of it uh, so great, that it was uh, very realistic. Alright, so now the very final uh, special feature is actually uh, uh, called Jim Braddock, the Friends and Family Behind the Legend. And it's all about uh, interviews with the actual family members like... Uh, the last uh, surviving son of uh, of uh, Jim Braddock, and actually, um, like uh, more from uh, the uh, granddaughter who was actually cast in the film and uh, stuff like that. Uh, she was also featured earlier, and uh, yeah. So overall, it was just real great. This whole DVD was just amazing, and the fact that it came in one disc with two pirates pretty much uh just was a great package and uh i suggest that you uh, actually buy it uh so uh let's go down to uh, the movie review okay uh this movie i thought was uh, an excellent boxing movie uh an excellent period piece an excellent character uh piece and all around an excellent movie uh it's based in the uh depression uh about the real life story of uh, uh was it James J Braddock uh and his rise to uh the championship uh of the world in boxing and overall it was just a real great movie uh casting is Russell Crowe plays uh James Braddock uh May Braddock is played by Renee Zellweger and uh i can't remember who plays max bear i think it's something chesky or something but uh he was really great in that as well and paul giamatti uh did an excellent job of playing joe gould and uh overall it was just a lot of great actors and stuff uh one thing i really liked about this movie was it was black and white without being black and white in uh the sense that uh they didn't do black and white like say in raging bull uh, but they uh, dulled colors and made it look like it was uh, the 30s depression era and uh, without making it black and white uh, but still keeping colors in there that suited the certain uh, place that they were in and uh, oh another uh, 
uh, piece to be known is that uh, this was actually shot in, that's right, Toronto and Hamilton once again. And actually the boxing scenes were shot in Maple Leaf Gardens, uh, the place where uh, my favorite hockey team used to play. And now I believe they play in uh, Air Canada Centre, but uh, anyways... Yeah, so that's a real nice tidbit there that, uh, once again, Canada has, uh, the location of a movie. If you remember, I also mentioned that last, uh, probably with the Four Brothers review. Um, so they just thought that was real great, and they turned into, uh, 30s New York and, uh, New Jersey. Uh, so overall, this movie is just amazing. F I wouldn't say flawless, but, uh, definitely nothing big enough to upset, uh, the the great plot elements and uh, overall inspiring uh, story uh, of Cinderella Man and uh, let's see I give the uh, movie a 44 out of 50 and the DVD a 46 out of 50 so this is just huge uh, 45 out of 50 uh, average and that's just amazing so uh, you know <laughs> Obviously, you know my opinion, you can go out and buy it or rent it and make your own opinion and uh, send it by, uh, you can email me your uh, comments by dialing, or sorry, by uh, sending it to me at uh, mmrshow at gmail.com or you can uh, also uh, send it by dialing, let's see, the number here is 1-206-888. 4715 1206888 4715 Alright, uh, so let's get on to our final piece uh, on this show uh, is my review on the movie Cry Wolf. Uh, no special features, I'm just going to be reviewing the movie. Um, I watched over at my buddy's house and didn't see the special features, they didn't really bother with it. Uh, anyways, uh, Cry Wolf is. Uh, interesting movie with uh, overall promising aspects uh, but ends up coming a little short uh, and not even horror movie uh, uh, horror movie lovers will just like this because there wasn't a lot of gore and there wasn't a lot of scares but it was kind of a mystery uh, try to make a plot twist at the end and uh, ooh, it did surprise me a little bit but I could see most things coming and I ended up falling into a bit of a twist trap, as uh, some movies have, where they make you think one thing and you, you solve it, but it ends up being something else. Uh, with that being said, uh, yeah, so uh, this was uh, overall a fairly decent movie about basically, uh, as some people have said, a couple brats from uh, prep school who, who are bored and uh, they decide that... Uh, after someone has been killed in the woods, a, a student at their school, they decide, oh, let's play a practical joke and make everybody think that it's going to happen again. And uh, they ended up sending uh, like a chain uh, mail letter and starting this big ruckus and all this stuff happens and supposedly the killer comes true and uh, or it's either that uh, they somehow made this happen or that I think uh, supposedly the person who did kill that person in the woods read their email and now is mad or something and so they're gonna do all the stuff that they said was supposed to happen and uh, chorus mayhem ensues and overall was uh, fairly decent I 
that it was interesting. I didn't think it was entirely boring. It didn't scare me or nothing like that. But uh, definitely, uh, I think they tried to stay on the fence between horror movie fans and just normal movie fans. And they ended up not really getting either of those uh, two. But uh, it did have some promise. And uh, the one uh, character played by... Let's see, her name is... Let me just check. But the person who plays the uh, leading lady is extremely good in this. And it was just overall, like, uh, I don't know, just a interesting cast. I've seen her in some TV shows before and stuff, but never on a movie. And uh, it worked out pretty good. Uh, and uh, I've never heard of the uh, leading act before either, but uh, it was fairly good as well. The uh, person, the lead actress is played by Lindy Booth, and uh, Jared Padalecki is also in this, as well as Jesse Jansen, Paul James, and all these other people I've never heard of. Uh, yeah, so basically, uh, not much else I have to say about that. Uh, and I guess this is the uh, end of the show, so stay tuned for our next episode, where we're going to have lots of reviews. We're going to have a review on... Movies Silent Green, Euro Trip, Fun with Dick and Jane, The Exorcism of Emily Rose, DVD Quick Look, Dogma, Snatch, DVD Quick Look, Monty Python, The Holy Grail, The 40-Year-Old Virgin, DVD Quick Look, and then um, the, the show after that, I'm going to try and have uh, a bit of a rag show on all the crappy movies, such as Dukes of Hazard, Bad News Bears, and the ever-popular Freddy Got Fingered. Anyways, so I guess that's uh, all of it uh, for this show at MMR. So remember, while listening to normal music, when you can listen to movie music. So visit the site, mmrshow.blogspot.com, and send me audio comments by emailing me at mmrshow at gmail.com or dialing 1-206-888-4715. Also, uh, you can check out uh, the Canadian Podcast Buffet at canadianpodcastbuffet.ca. Uh, I was uh, featured on their show recently, and it's really good. It's outlining on these uh, Canadian podcasts, and uh, I think they're doing a great job there. All right, uh, well, I guess I should uh, probably stop talking now and uh, rest my voice so I can get uh, another MMR show uh, out uh, in the next uh, week or so, and uh, hopefully it'll be uh, that much better because of it. Uh, So I guess that's all, and remember to visit mmrshow.blogspot.com. For all your movie music and review needs.